0: On an empty stomach. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and every day live. It goes on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. What's up, everybody? Scooter, Auntie Reedy. What's up, Tara? What's up, Olena? Dan, how are you guys? Good to see you. Thanks for hopping onto the live feed. Oh, we got a new leader in the clubhouse for Drunkest Fan at a Show. Yes, we do. Oh, boy. Ooh, somebody is feeling it this morning. <laughs> I'll tell you all about that uh, in just a moment here. But first, uh, this weekend, you can find me over at Gutty's Comedy Club. I'm going to be there in Edina, Southdale Center. That is 730 both nights. Tonight, Can Can Wonderland, as you hear this, it is Thursday uh, Can Can Wonderland, I'm going to be filling in for my good friend, Elise Cole, who just had a baby. So congratulations to Elise. Uh, and then coming up next Thursday, Rustic Roots Winery, Scandia, Minnesota, just uh, north of Stillwater, not too far from the metro. It's about a 50-minute drive or so. Me and my good friends, Lucy Zarns and Lahiru Samarasinga. Samarasinga. Uh Lahiru has a copy and paste name. That's one you don't spell out. I was thinking about like, I've been setting this show up now for two days and I spell Lucy Zarns, but I definitely go and copy and paste Lahiru Samarasinga because I'm nowhere near (laughs) able to spell it out on my own. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those shows all coming up. And then the first weekend of August, I'm going to be opening for Victoria Jackson from Saturday night live. That'll also be at Gutty's comedy club and uh, a bunch of other shows that are in the works, We'll kind of keep you guys posted on that. Make sure you go to rudypovich.com, check it out, get the merchandise and the such. But yes, last night, oh, Gracie hopping on the live feed. I've already promoted it. I've already teased it, uh, Gracie. We're telling the story. Oh, Lordy. So last night was at Ineffable Brewing in Burnsville, Minnesota, which if you're not from Minnesota, uh, or Minneapolis, it is uh, south of the metro. I don't really go too far south of 494, which is like the bottom part of the loop. A lot of cities these days. Kansas City, you know, there's a few of them. It's just basically they just made it one big circle for everybody to get around. And if I, I don't really go like Mall of America, 494, House of Comedy is about as south as I ever get. It's either that or I just leave the state. Like I very seldom go south metro. And last night, I uh, went down to Burnsville, Minnesota, Ineffable Brewing. Phenomenal beers, great venue, great people, amazing crowd. I got there last night, ran into my good friend Sean, his wife Ange, friends of mine from high school. I think I've talked about them. They're one of the few people that I know that got together in 10th grade at like a after party for, you know, a Job's Daughter's Dance, made out, and now they are 22 years married. Some shit like that. I can't remember all the dates, but Jesus Christ, it was yeah. It's been a long time. So last night, walk into Ineffable an Brewing and kind of start shaking the hands, giving the fist bumps, and I hear, "Hey, Rudy!" And I turn and I look, and I'm like, "Yeah." And this gal gets up from the table. She's like, "Hi, I'm Gracie." And I'm like, "Hey, nice to meet you finally. Thanks all the times we've been hopping onto the live feed. It's great to finally meet you." And uh, she comes in, and I'm I'm not I'm down for the hug. I know I make fun of it in the act, but I'm down for the hug. I like a good hug. She comes in, she gives me a hug, and I was like, that is an abnormally long hug for somebody who maybe has been here for a while. I'm not quite sure. We'll see where this goes. (laughs) What's up, Ryan Stock? What's up, John? Thank you guys for hopping onto the live feed on Instagram. Appreciate that. So uh, we kind of go throughout the night getting everything set up. The show's about to start. I uh, I walk outside, get a little fresh air, just take my last couple of notes. I notice that Gracie and one of her friends are outside, and uh, I come over. I start chatting for just a little bit, and I can tell like we're getting towards the edge of man. Some of these beers are like seven and a half, eight percent. They kind of got a little kick to them, you know. And and the thing about beers like that, especially nowadays, you can drink like a beer that's eight and a half percent, and it doesn't taste like eight and a half percent. It it tastes just like a regular old IPA at like five and a half percent. You can't tell the difference. And some of these, man, you, who they go down like water. They really do. And I was kind of looking at some of the beers that were up on the, uh, up on the menu and the beer I was drinking last night was this, uh, this title, of like, I think it was a Mexican lager I was drinking last night and delicious, delicious. So. As the show goes on, I go up, I do my thing, killer set, everybody was so much fun, just a riot, you know, even jokes where I'm like, this joke doesn't hit that hard, destroyed last night. And, and, and not just me, every comic on that bill last night was outstanding, like top of their game, bringing the A material, trying new stuff which was awesome. Like half the time I kind of go into these situations just going, all right, dude, we'll see how you get about five, 10 minutes in, see what the crowd's like. If they're hot, try some new stuff. If you lose them, at least you can kind of bring them back. And that's exactly what happened last night. Like just got out 10 minutes in. I'm like, dude, we can start try some new shit. Let's do it. And then just start hammering out new stuff. People were digging it. It was fun. It was a great set. So much fun. Get off the stage. Go to the back of the crowd. Have a couple of have a couple of drinks. You know, keeping it quiet, nice and celebratory. Beer to myself, and uh, she comes walking over. Gracie comes walking over, and she's like, she's like, "Can I buy you a beer?" And I'm like, I, I kind of got. I'm at that like that weird spot in a beer where you're like half halfway down through the beer, maybe a little more, and you're like, ugh is this going to be my last beer? Am I, I'm like, well, I, but I also don't want to like turn. Cause I always hate it when I go out and I meet somebody and I'm like, can I buy you a beer? And they're like, nah, I'm good. And you're like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to like offer, you know, a sign that I, I enjoy your company. That's how we do it now. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll take another beer. She looks up and she's like, I'll take, I can't remember the name of the beer that she had ordered, but I looked. That thing was like 8.2% or 7.9%, something like that. And I'm like, okay, this is starting to make sense. <laughs> you get a couple of these under your belt. Yeah, man. I 1000% understand why it is. You know, you'd be a little slurred in the speech. So, And not her fault. Hey, man. Every dude, I can't tell you how many nights I've had like that. Go out, get completely hammered, wake up. First five seconds of the day, you're like, sweet, I'm in my bed. I'm in a safe place. Oh shit. What did I do last night? Oh. Um, so her and I are at the bar chatting it up, and I can tell at this point, like, she's kind of hammered. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, you can see it in the eyes and the speech, you know, uh, the thing I notice a lot about ladies these days, and it's with, it's with everybody that when they get like a couple of, they get a little bit of the vapors going on. When you get a couple of, the, couple of drinks in you, the arm grab, the arm grab, always the arm grab. You'll bring something up. You're like, yeah, I was actually up North. Uh, just the other day, I uh, we went and did a little fishing <gasps> clinch right onto the arm, dude. I went fishing one time when I was 13. It was the best time of my life. You're like, okay, could you please take your death grip off of my forearm? I'm starting to lose circulation. <laughs> so, uh, all of a sudden, w- while we're standing at the bar, the bartender goes, hey, man, do you want whipped cream or, or vanilla ice cream with that? I was like, what? he's like yeah uh you want the ice cream like on the side of the brownie i was like brownie what fucking i didn't order no brownie and and gracie starts laughing she's like oh my god i I think i might have ordered you a brownie i'm like what no 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 dude i were you talking about like a because i know they had like a couple of like brown ales up i'm like were you ordering me a brown ale like i don't need a brownie like i'm i'm no i'm good She's like, never mind. We, we don't, No, guy, we don't need the brownie. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So uh, we chat for a couple more minutes. Gracie walks back to her table. I keep watching the show. About four minutes later, lady walks out. She goes, uh, brownie for you? What? Yeah, this is your brownie. I was like, I didn't order a brownie. She's like, no, no, somebody ordered a brownie. I'm like, listen, I think there must have been a mistake because I didn't order no brownie. <laughs> I think the gal who was standing next to me ordered that brownie, but then we told the guy we didn't want the brownie. And she's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm just going to leave it here. And then she just like set it down on the bar. And I'm like, okay, I guess. So I'm just, I'm staring at the, down the barrel of this brownie going, all right, did you had a big dinner? You're definitely not going to eat that brownie. We I Plus we told the guy we didn't want it. So what are we supposed to do with this brownie? Now it's just sitting here. And the dad in me is starting to kick in. I'm like, I cannot let a delicious piece of brownie as a former fat kid and a cheap dad, that brownie will not go to waste. Absolutely not. With my powers combined as a former fat kid and a cheap dad, you bring that shit together. Like captain planet, we are going to find a good home for this brownie. I'm not giving it up. There's not a chance in hell. So I kind of look around the room and I'm like, well, dude, this brownie just going to sit here. I don't want this thing to go to waste. And there's a a young boy, maybe, I don't know, maybe about 10, 11. He was kind of helping out with the show a little bit. I think his mom may have been like an owner, part owner. I'm not sure exactly how it all worked out. But uh, this young kid, and I took the brownie and I walked over. I'm like, hey, dude, you've been such a help tonight. Why don't you go ahead? You hammer down this brownie. And his eyes got all big. He's like, <gasps> and he looks at his mom like, I know you don't want me eating junk food this late at night, but hey, this guy's forking it over. She's like, (coughs) excuse me. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. So I hand the brownie off to this like 11-year-old. I go back to my spot at the bar about 45 seconds after Gracie comes walking up and she goes, where's my brownie? I was like, what? She's like, did they deliver the brownie? Because the lady, I asked for my brownie, and the lady said she delivered the brownie. I was like, oh, shit. Did you? I thought you were just ordering me that brownie, and I said I didn't want a brownie. I thought we were in congruence. We weren't going to get a brownie. No brownie? She's like, I I still wanted the brownie. I'm like, shit. I look over, dude, that kid's got like... I mean, it wasn't 45 seconds after I dropped it off. You put a brownie in front of an 11-year-old, they devour it. He's got like three quarters of this thing sticking out of his goddamn mouth. And I'm like, oh, man, shit. I was like, Gracie, I'm so sorry. I totally gave your brownie to that kid over there. She's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I fucking thought we were going to get – we we said no to the brownie. We We were down – we were down with no brown. That's what we thought. I was thought we were an agreeance that there was going to be no brownie. Now we have, now we got a brownie situation on our hands. I don't know what to do. I can't go back there and ask the boy for seven fifty to pay for the brownie. I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I will pay for that brownie. And then please order another brownie. If you must. And she's like, we don't need the brownie anymore. I'm like, ah, God damn it. Order the brownie. Just please somebody order the goddamn brownie. Would somebody take care of the brownie? I can't. I'm. It wasn't my fault. I thought we were. I thought we had moved on from the brownie. We did not. So unfortunately, yeah. So Gracie was pretty hammered at this point. Uh, the show ends. She had walked back to her table uh, as she was like coming by to be like, hey, have a good night they kind of called me up on stage cause we were doing like a group shot afterwards. I was like, Hey, thank you very much. You know, I think I saw her take a quick group shot and then off she went. But I think that's new leader in the clubhouse for drunkest fan at a show. It's gotta be, it's gotta be, gotta be. I've, there's been a couple of, there's been a couple of times where you've had to like sort of, and in fact, here's what actually what happened last night. I thought this was very funny. And, and I'm only telling this story because I feel like we're friends enough I feel like the people that listen to this podcast and come to the live feeds, I'm not telling this story as like a guy talking about a drunk chick. I'm telling this story as a person telling a story about their drunk friend. Like that is how much I value everybody's friendships with this little fucking, you know, horse and pony show we got going on right now. I love it. I love everything about it. But the gal who was behind the bar last night came up. Well. (laughs) During the brownie fiasco and put two cups of water in front of each of us. And I was like, don't be lumping me in with the person that needs water here, lady. I'm listen, I'm standing my own. I'm good. But I think it was her way of being like, if I only put it in front of one person, especially a female, I'm going to look like an asshole. So I have to give both of you water to make sure that it doesn't look like i'm playing favorites here and i'm like i get it dude i totally get it so yeah um gracie i'm usually not that girl dude totally get it nobody is everybody has those moments and they're th- that's where the magic happens we would not be having this hilarious story right now if that didn't ha- if you weren't drinking 7.9 beers last night we wouldn't be in this uh scooter 15 years ago i would have been that girl and would have been dubbed that many times there's ab- yeah. I've said we've all been that person. We have that person in our life constantly having to go back and tell these people, uh, dude. But listen, it's one thing if it happens every now and again. Like, you know, my mom fell off a curb because she was shit-faced and broke her wrist at a street dance. Isolated incident. It's not like once every four months we were having to bring mom to the ER because she hurt herself because she was hammered again. Isolated incident. That's all it happens to the best of us. Everybody likes to cut loose a little bit. My daughter's mom does not drink. We were in Milwaukee for a gymnastics meet. All the parents are there. She's like, you know, I don't drink, but I'm all the parents are here. I'm just going to kind of let loose, have a little fun, fucking two glasses of wine later. She's throwing up. Just saying it happens to the best of us. Um, Yeah. So it was, um, it was a hell of a night, dude. It really was. And outside of, outside of that, this, which I thought was just outstandingly funny. Um, the show was great. People were awesome. South Metro is where it's at. I mean, I don't know the crowds down there. It's kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's just cause I'm at that age, you know, people that are in their forties start moving out to the burbs a little bit. So you definitely catch a crowd. That's a little bit older, you know, uh, Danielle, We've all been at, we've all been there at one point in our life. I was also that girl many times after my divorce. Yeah. 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 Nah. Listen, man, um, I feel for the people that have never been that person. You don't know what it's like. I think it was Paul Newman who said he feels bad for people who don't drink because when they wake up, that's as good as they're going to feel. I think it was Paul Newman who said that. But anyway, I agree with him. You should have a little bit of that experience, you know? Kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit. Tries to keep you at bay, you know? The next time that there's a situation where you go out with some friends and you see that that beer up on the, up on the menu, 7.9%. You're going to be like, I don't know. I remember what happened last time. <laughs> we don't want another brownie fiasco. <laughs> I literally stared at that. That brownie was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. I can't get rid of it. I can't throw it away. I, but I've, I've, I've eaten way too many calories today. Cause my daughter and I had a big dinner before I came down here. Plus I got three beers in me. Like, what do I do? Oh, I, I give it to a small child, which then creates the the brownie situation that we ran into. God damn, it was funny. So, yeah. Uh, but all good, man. All good. Uh, the, the brownie. Uh, Gracie, oh, my God. I'm the brownie girl now. Browniegate 2020, says Danielle. Yeah, Browniegate. Oh, man. We got to go ahead. We got to get a couple of reporters up in here. We got to get, uh, what was that guy's name? Bob Odenkrantz. Is that the guy? Shit, I can't remember. I'm terrible with history. But get that guy. We need some interviews. We need some hard hitting journalism. What to do with the brownie? And then afterwards, we're going to write a dissertation, an op ed, if you will, about what it is one should do whenever confronted with a brownie situation. I'll tell you this right now you don't make the hasty decision of giving it to an 11 year old because that shit will come back, bite you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God um, Scooter, at least it wasn't a weed brownie Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, I don't know, Gracie You were pretty fucked up last night So maybe it was Maybe it was a weed brownie Maybe you guys are partaking in the weed brownies uh, Gracie, we should make t-shirts Brownie Gate 2020 Get on them bumper stickers, everybody We need some new merchandise We're going Brownie Gate 2020 God, that's funny Oh, my God. The look on my face, I, I would have loved to have seen what the look on my face was when she walked up and went, hey, where's my brownie? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Christ, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was uh, it was a hell of a time last night. Thank you for uh, everybody who came out. Um, my good friend Mike Ganrude, amazing musician, uh, local dude, been here in town, been cranking out amazing songs. He was there last night, him and his brother just moved out to Burnsville. See what I'm saying? Everybody gets a little long in the tooth and we start moving out to the suburbs, man. But uh, it was fun seeing them guys last night So Gracie, thank you and, and your friend Justin And I the whole table for coming out last night That was fun uh, My friend Sean and Ange were there as well Bunch of great comedians, fun people New friends, that's what it's all about Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify and iHeart And every single day at 9.45am It's live on Facebook, YouTube and Instagram I'm Rudy Povich, thank you guys so much For taking a long walk to Cleveland